0: Out of the Pen Podcast.
1: That that with my eye.
0: What's up and welcome to the Out of the Pin Baseball Podcast here on MTMV Sports. Baseball fans rejoice. It is my team, my voice. Thank you for starting your weekend off right with us here in the studio. It is Eric Boston and my co-host, who is back from that, you know, extended family Christmas vacation. That was apparently more important than our show. Andy Ziga. What's up, buddy? (laughs) Not much. How's it going? Man, I'm doing good. You know, uh... School's back in, off the break, and it looks like the hot stove may be ready to catch fire. We'll see. Uh, a lot of rumors coming out over the last day or two with Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. So we'll see what goes there. We may have some more topics uh, to, to hit on as far as free agency goes when we get back here for the next show. Uh, but yeah, man, no, it's, it's good, man. I'm excited to be back in here with you, man. How was the, how was the vacation?
1: family and just ready to go today. Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, I know we're going to dive into um, kind of a series of topics that you've been putting together. And, and the first one we're going to tackle today. So I'm excited about that. But before we do, I want to introduce who is on the MTMV Sports phone line with us. Uh, he runs the site The Best Foot Forward. And they are also an affiliate of Out of the Pen Baseball, which we are... You know, extremely proud to have him on board. It is Jordan Foote. How are we doing, sir?
2: Good. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, no problem, man. We're glad you can join us today. You ready to uh talk a little shop and, and look take a look at some teams that you know maybe exceeded expectations last year?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to
0: it. Awesome, awesome. And uh after we uh kind of hit on this, guys, we're gonna take a minute and talk about what Jordan has going on over his website as well. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, check out out of the pin guys. That's where you can find all of our podcasts, our written articles. Uh, you can find content from our great affiliates like best foot forward. So just make sure you go hit us up there. It is out of the pin Follow us on Twitter at OTP baseball uh, as well. Andy, Let's, let's hit your your first in this series, man. I'm, I'm excited to get rolling.
1: All right, so we're, we're going to take a look at some of the different teams um, set up for this next year and where they were um, the last few years. Uh, this first segment, um, it's not necessarily the best name, but we'll, we'll call it Are They For Real? All right, so we're going to take a look at four teams that had been rebuilding over the last um, several years, some infinitely, and um, we are going to see um, – uh, last year they took a step forward, whether that was make the playoffs or not. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna see uh, what do we think. Where where are they gonna go? So um, the four teams are uh, the Oakland A's, the Atlanta Braves, the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Tampa Bay Rays. So um, if you guys are ready, we can start right on with the Oakland Athletics. Sounds and, good. All right. So um, the o- Oakland Athletics. Um, over the last, uh, let's see, five years here. Um, in 2014, they finished the season 88 and 74, pretty decent season. Um, didn't quite get what they wanted, but at the end of that year, um, they started uh, trading and rebuilding. Uh, they traded Josh Donaldson, Brandon Moss, uh, uh, Shark, um, Derek Norris, and um, they uh, had. Uh, through 2015 to 2017, they all had losing seasons. Uh, didn't had the best years, and last year they stepped up and had 97 and 65 rec- uh, record. 97 wins, 65 losses. Um, their Pythagorean was um, uh, uh, was a winning percentage of uh, 585. Uh, their actual winning percentage was 599. So they were right on track. They were kind of a surprise in some ways. Um, they they have um, a good young core and everything. Um, a few things um, as we get started. Um, this team has already made a few acquisitions this year. They probably they might have a few more going on. They uh, the biggest ones that they've made so far this year is uh, they got Tanner Anderson from the Pirates. They signed Yoking um, Yoking uh, Soria. They traded um, the. They traded their reliever uh, Emilio Pagan and a competitive bounce pick for uh, uh, and Profar. And then um, they re-signed Mike Fears. So uh, as you take a look um, at this team and where they're set up right now, um, what what are your thoughts there, Eric?
0: Well, I mean, I think – Kind of like you said you know that that what you built this whole segment around is you know teams that maybe played above their projection, maybe even above their ability a little bit. I think that Oakland is a team that definitely fits that definition you know they're they're always find a way to be right in there, right a very saber metric heavy team um someone you know you got a front office there that believes if you just get the guys that can do the right things even if they can't do everything well, if they can do the specific thing well, they can have some success. And, you know, they were definitely surprised in 2018. When we're looking at the projections from Vegas that was just released today uh, for 2019, you have a team that they are projecting to win 83 games. So that is, you know, a pretty sharp fall off from that 97 wins of last year. So there's not a lot of belief in them in Vegas. However, I'll say this and Jordan might be able to back me up on this. Um as a Kansas City Royals fan in 2014-2015, you saw a team that was built around defense, a good bullpen, you know, good enough starting pitching and and you know some good contact hitting, you know, maybe not the most power even though they do have, you know, uh Chris Davis in that lineup that can definitely mash so but i see similarities and so what we know is from recent history is that that kind of setup can win you games it can get you into playoffs it can win you a championship even so i i do see those similarities i think that when you're looking at the american league west outside of houston you know it's kind of a crapshoot right now you got seattle who was riding a pretty good streak for most of 2018 kind of fell off, and now they've dove into a rebuild. You've got an Angels team that is full of uncertainty. You got the best player in the game, and you know some quality pieces around him. That, but it just doesn't seem to be able to click for the Angels. And then with Texas, you know, Andy, you know, as a as a Rangers fan, that. You know, it's it's kind of rough right now in Texas. We'll see. We'll see what they can do. But J- Jordan, do you agree with my assessment of the A's as being similar to what we saw with the Royals in 2015-2014?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. I think that that's a pretty good comparison. But on the other side of that, that team fizzled out within two years. It, it's really hard to build up, and it's also really hard to – sustain and I think that's what you're going to see with Oakland my thing with them is they're just they've been decimated just bit really hard by the injury bug Sean Manea their ace he's going to miss almost all of the year with that shoulder injury AJ Puck is their top prospect that obviously doesn't affect the major league club but he probably won't reach that level he got Tommy John Kendall Graveman Tommy John Daniel Gossett Tommy John um, Jarrell Cotton Started twenty four games for him two years ago. He got Tommy John. I mean, they just have so many guys who have been bit really bad by the injury bug, and that lineup is going to be just fine. They have guys like Matt Olson, Matt Chapman on the corners in the infield. Um, Eric, you mentioned Chris Davis. Obviously, I think he led the league with forty eight home runs last year. So the lineup will be potent. But outside of walking, story, they just don't have enough in the rotation and the bullpen to continue what they did last year. I think they'll kind of take a dip in 2019 and then get right back up to where they were um, then the following season.
0: Well, let, let me ask you guys this, and, and I, I would like to kind of do this for each team that we talk about. Uh, do you see them being closer to their, what they finished with last year, which was 97 wins, or do you see them being closer to their projected totals out of Vegas for 2019? So let's, let's kind of spin it around here real quick. So we got the A's, 97 wins last year, projected for 83 in 2019. Jordan, which one are you taking that they're going to be closer to?
2: Um, I'm definitely taking closer to 83 just because of all those injuries. But the following year, they'll be right back up there. But um, the question was next year, and next year they will definitely – I'm sorry, 2019, definitely closer to 83 to answer your question. Andy, what do you
1: got? Uh, I think – Honestly, I think that they'll be somewhere in the middle, but probably a little bit closer to the ninety-seven. Um, I mean, when when you look at some of their some of their stats from last year, and obviously as, as he um, as Jordan was mentioning, they have a lot of injuries, and so that that's going to hurt it. But um, I think they'll make a few more moves. They've already made um, several moves, and you look at some of their stats. They were top five um, OPS batting and stuff. They were. Um, I believe in the top five um when you look at some of the bullpen stats um of course they've lost some of those guys they picked up a few others um but i i I don't know um when when i look at the a's i think that they're a little sneaky um uh, another thing that i was wanting to ask about um all these teams as we take a look um is uh just two more questions here is um are they do you think that they could win a championship at some point. Are they that good or not? And then also, um, uh, how long do you think their success will continue? Like over five hundred? You know, do you think it will be a couple years down the road, or do you think, and um, do you think it would be longer? Okay. And,
0: well, let, let me let me answer those first. So I'm gonna start with what I was saying with the the win totals. I would put the Oakland A's probably in that closer to 83 wins this year. However, if they add another good piece or two to that bullpen where they can really shorten the game up for those starters, that makes a world of difference. So that could be a deciding factor there. I think I, – I can't put money on Oakland being ready to win a championship anytime soon. I think that they will find – they'll do what they can always do and they'll find a way to – Be in the hunt. They'll find a way to be relevant, you know, get a playoff spot here or there. I don't know that they'll necessarily fall off, but I just don't see them win a championship either. Jordan, what do you think?
2: Um, I think there's a chance they could win a championship. I think in any sport, once you get into the playoffs, a lot's left up to uh, fate, injury, stuff like that. So I think Oakland will be able to at least get in and maybe win a series or two. Um, To answer the first question, um, I, or no, that was the second. I think they'll be able to, with such a young core, the guys on the infield with two mats, um, Sean Menea is still a young guy, A.J. Puck's still coming up. They have a pretty bright future. So I think not only will they be a pretty good team moving forward, but also a perennial playoff contender.
1: All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, and uh, as you... I I don't know. I was kind of surprised by the record last year, but I do think that they're more of the. Um, I do think that there's more to them than what I originally thought when I was looking at them, and I, I can see I can see it happening. I think um, when when I'm thinking of challenging um, some of the great teams that are out there right now, it is tough. Um, for some of these other teams, you know, like when you think of the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Astros and uh, Dodgers are always up there right now and Cubs could, you know, you never know what's going to happen with them. But um, uh, they have a nice young core. Um, And, yeah, so I think I could agree with you guys on that. Um, I I think that the A's are more there than – than I really than I originally would have said a few years ago. So, um, are you guys ready to move on to the Braves here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the Land Braves, um, they uh, you could say they started their rebuild in the 2014-15 season. Um, they it was their first um, losing season um, in twenty fourteen in uh, six or wait um, in six years, and they traded away. Um, up justin upton jason hayward craig kimbrell evan gaddis and the list just keeps going and going and going so they they uh sold away a little bit more than they did um they had losing seasons from 2014 to 2017 and um in 2018 um this last year um as we know they were they did a pretty good job they were um 90 and 72 their actual win-loss percentage was a little bit less than their Pythagorean um, than they predicted and um, as you take a look at um, some of their transactions um, thus far the major ones are that they have signed Josh Donaldson and um, they have also signed Brian McCann and uh, it, it's kind of interesting um, uh, what they did there and um, as you take a look, uh, they have a pretty young pitching staff. Um, they have qu- uh, a good um, lineup, pretty solid, young. Uh, I don't know um, when we discuss um, where they're at. Uh, what was their rec- what's their projected record there?
0: Okay, so as you said, ninety wins in twenty eighteen.
1: Vegas has
0: them pegged for. 84 wins in 2019. Jordan, give us your thoughts, man. Run run through our our criteria here. One, are they going to be closer to 84 or closer to 90? And then what what do you see with Atlanta? Are they going to be able to win a championship in the near future? How long are they going to be able to
2: ride out what they got going? Uh, Guys, I think they're a relatively young team. Acuna, obviously the young star. On that squad, Donaldson kind of an off year because he was hurt throughout the season and switch teams. I think he'll bounce back and have one of the better years moving forward because he's in the back nine of his career. Obviously, Brian McCann, not really an everyday guy at this point in his career. at Catcher, but he does provide some depth and it's a good feel good story to come back to his old team. Really, they're 90 million bucks under the luxury tax. I learned that earlier today. So there's plenty of time left in the offseason for them to add some veteran pieces to help the young guys come up on this team.
1: If they can add
2: someone like a starter and a closer, um, I think the is the limit for this team. I'm definitely taking closer to 90.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you. This is one team that I definitely think is going to outperform that projection from Vegas that they released today. Uh, I, th- I think they have a legitimate um fight And winning that AL East again. Uh, they have a really good young core in place. And like you said, there's still money to play with.
1: Um, I don't. And that, and they're willing to spend money. Right. Like with the A's and the Rays, they have money that they could play with, but yeah. they're not going to well, spend
0: it. Well, I mean, two, two names, two names I want to throw out there that until they. Okay, one of them is a free agent. One of them would be a trade piece, but um, I think a lot of people expect it to happen. Uh, and, and until they have, you know, signed their name on a contract somewhere, I don't think you can count out the Braves. One is obviously Bryce Harper. You know, he's been connected to the Braves, and if I'm him, I'm taking a hard look at them if they're going to give me a contract in the neighborhood of what I'm looking for, because I can go and join those young pieces like an Asuna. Um, and help build that team for a very long time, you know, into, you know, every year contenders and honestly, you know, push them into that championship conversation. The second would be, you know, we'll see what Miami does with Romalto. I think that the Braves are a team that, you know, was rumored to be in those discussions and, you know, makes sense as well. So if that happens, you know, either one of those players, you know, definitely improves their lineup. Uh, You know, the Braves have always been a team that gets the most out of pitchers, so as these young guys are developing, uh, you should hopefully see some good results out of that pitching staff. So, yeah, I'm going to put that they are going to be legitimate for several years. They're going to be right back in there to, you know, competing for the playoffs or, you know, probably competing for championships you know, for you said five years, right? This is kinda of where we're looking at the next five years. So yeah, that's why I'll do that. But certainly, certainly outperforming that eighty four win projection. Andy, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I, I mean I agree. This team this team just looks good. And um they they could they need a little bit of help in the bullpen. Um in some in some spots but I think overall they're still pretty decent or everything is so good um, they uh, their rotations amazing um, I would definitely agree that they'll be over that 90 um, and I would also I, I would say um, well they should as long as there's not injuries and such but yeah. I would also say uh, that they're probably that they should be competing for the next four or five years easy um, yeah um, I could see them winning winning a championship in the next few years. It's still it's still tough. I um, uh, but I could see us putting putting their team in the same um, in the same spot as some of those other teams we mentioned before. So are we ready to move on or Yeah. Uh, we had the Philadelphia Phillies here and the summer of twenty fifteen, um, they traded away Jimmy Rollins, Marlon Byrd and um, then uh during the winter of that year they went ahead and went all the way in traded Cole Hamels uh, Papa Bond, Revere and Chase Utley um they were actually have had losing seasons from they they were 500 in 2012 and then they had losing seasons all the way through this last year and in fact including this last year they were 80 and 82 They took a big step up, won 14 more games this last year. Uh, As you take a look at the Phillies, they maybe weren't quite all the way there last year, but I was pretty surprised at first by what they were doing. Um, It makes sense when you take a look at their roster. They have already tried to make a pretty big splash, um, with different items, but they haven't gotten any big names yet, but they traded for Juan Nicasio, uh, James Pazos and Juan, uh, Segura from Seattle. Uh, they traded for Jose Alvarez, a starter. Um, they traded for Andrew McCutcheon and they also signed, uh, the relief pitcher, David Robertson, um. I think yeah, and uh, and then as we take a look, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll start us off here. I I think that the Phillies are going to continue to have success and take steps in the right direction. But it's hard because I going into last year, I felt like their lineup was really strong, and last year they had not the not the best um, best year hitting wise. Um, they didn't rank very highly with um, OPS as a team, and just some of their guys took a step backward. I really liked some of the step that their young pitchers took. Uh, as, when you uh, think of uh, Nick Pavetta, uh, Vincent Velasquez, and Zach Eflin, they they didn't they weren't amazing, but you could see them being a good being a good core as uh, starting pitchers. And then of course Aaron Nola had a great year last year. And so, uh, I, I don't know. I, I went, when I look at them, I, I see a team that could b- be very for real over the next four to five years, but I also see a team that could just flake off. And so, um, they're an interesting team to me. Um, so I don't know, uh, Jordan, what's, what's your thoughts on it here uh,
0: saying? And Jordan, let me just throw this out there real quick. They are projected for 83 wins in 2019 by Vegas. So, uh, an extra three wins from last year?
2: Um, I think that's pretty fair. It's obviously right around 500 last year, something that not a lot of people touch on. As a team, they had negative 146 defensive runs saved last year. I mean, they were just a dreadful defensive team right near the bottom of the league. They lost Wilson Ramos to the Mets as Dribble Cabrera still on the free agent market. They did kind of shore up the bullpen when they signed David Robinson from the Yankees. He had an ERA of 3-2-3, I believe, last year with them. Obviously, uh, Machado and or Harper would sway not only our outlook here, but the Vegas odds as well and their projection. But I think, Andy, you hit the nail on the head. They could be a pretty good team moving forward, but they could also just either stagnate or fall apart, depending on what happens with Machado and Harper and if they put all their eggs in one basket.
1: Well, and uh, just to, to jump on to what you were saying about the defense, I didn't even think about it before. Uh, their center fielder, Odubel Herrera, actually came up with the Rangers, and they picked him up off of um, the uh, Rule 5 draft and converted him from second base to center field that year. And we, this is about three or four years ago. And started him, and he all of a sudden took off. And so he – like – it was kind of funny that he made that jump because that's kind of what the Rangers were looking for was a center fielder at that time anyway. And so, um, but uh, I could see where that would really hurt their defense as well. So
0: say, and I'm going to kind of piggyback off of a little bit of stuff that both of you have said here, you know, when we're talking 80 wins compared to a projection of 83, there's not a lot of difference there. I think, with what they've lost compared to what they have gained, I'll go that they'll maybe top out that projection, you know, maybe get up like in that 86 win, 85, 86 win So maybe just a couple wins higher than that projection because what they brought in, you know, losing, you know, Santana in the trade with Seattle and then uh, Ramos, as uh, Jordan was pointing out there, you know, that the, the those were primary pieces last year, but you bring in a Segura, which is a obvious upgrade, you know, defensively, um, and he's not too shabby on at the plate either. Um, McCutcheon, you know, even though he's starting to get older, he still is playing pretty well. Um, Robinson, you know, definitely helps that bullpen, and like Jordan said, until Machado and Harper sign somewhere you can't rule anyone out. And, and the Phillies is a team that from the start of the off season has been connected to both players. You know, it was, they were expected to get one, if not both of them. Now the last couple of days, it's sounding a little bit different um, with those guys, but if they can land one of those or, or maybe if they don't, maybe if they go out and, and start talking to Miami about a remoto, um, you know, that changes that aspect as well. Now, the one thing that's going to be hard for them is that they are in that same division with the Braves, and we expect the Braves to remain solid and, in fact, you know, improve. You know, you got guys that are gaining experience each day out. Uh, that's just that they're young and they're just getting better. You've got a Nationals team that even if they don't bring Harper back. They, they're they're not going to be an easy team to deal with, especially with what they've done with their pitching staff. So it's going to be tough in that division for the Phillies uh, to make up that ground. So I, I would say they might be able to get into that 85-win range. I don't think that you see them getting up to 90. Um, so the question is, is, is 85 going to be enough to do it with uh, those other teams that they're going to be facing on a regular basis? And I'm not sure that it will be.
1: I'm I'm not sure what 85 is. I I honestly like and like I said earlier, I could see him going either way, but I honestly would not be surprised if they got 90 wins. Um and when when you look at where Santana was for them last year and you look at Ramos, Ramos was just a uh, a mid-season pickup and um Santana really like in some ways was really good for them, but um I mean they're able with um They're able to move some guys around a little bit. They've got Hoskins that they can plug in there. Um, They don't have to play him out in the outfield anymore, and so um, they kind of replaced him. And as I said, if both their – and I didn't quite say it this way, I guess – both their lineup and their starting pitching takes off the way that I feel like it would, they could be a very good team. And – but – and it's more likely that they're probably going to be right around that eighty-five, like you guys were saying. So there you go. Um, well, uh, we've got one more team here. Um, the if we take a look at the Tampa Bay race, um, honestly, the funny thing with the race, um, first off, uh, in twenty seventeen, the record. Um, was just one game under 500 so they they were sitting right at the same that the Phillies are from um, after this last year um, going into the season they they went 90 and 72 last year now here's the thing about the race um the year before that they were 68 and 94 they did have losing seasons 2014 through 2017 but as I've mentioned two of those they were 80 and 82 um they looked like they were going to be doing a hard rebuild after last year, going into – or after 2017, going into 2018. Um, they started uh, – they traded away Evan Longoria. They let Corey Dickerson go. They um, uh, got, went ahead and got rid of Steven Souza, um, Jake Odorizzi, uh, Brad Boxper, and um, they let a few others leave – all um, going into last year, but they did already have a, str- a pretty decent core, and they ended up 90 and 72 last year. They barely outperformed their Pythagorean. Um, as you take a look at the transactions that they've had so far, it doesn't really look um, as pretty as the transactions from some of the other teams we've looked at. They DFA'd CJ Cron. They uh, traded for um, corner infielder Yandi Diaz. They traded for a relief pitcher um, Pagan from the A's. Uh, they signed Charlie Morton, and then they traded for uh, a relief pitcher, Oliver Drake. Um, I don't know. Uh, Boston, what do you feel about uh, the Rays as you take a look at them?
0: So the Rays, Vegas likes them the most out of these four teams that we are looking at. They're projected at 85 and a half wins uh for 2019 and man I don't know it's, it's one of those teams that when you look at it on the surface level I'm personally not all that impressed um obviously Vegas likes them but you factor in rotation
1: di- is the only thing
0: well you factor in the 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 division that they're in you know with the world champs in the Red Sox and then a Yankees team that just keeps improving that, you know, if if the Yankees were to land Machado, let's say that. Like, I, I don't think that the Yankees are necessarily in on uh, Harper, but I could definitely see them being in on Machado. If that, if that was to happen, like, not only am I nervous if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm nervous if I'm Boston. So being in there facing those two teams, I mean, you're talking about two of the elite teams in the league, it's going to be tough, and I think – You know, I definitely can't go with Tampa Bay matching their results from last year. I'm gonna have to go with, you know, being closer to what Vegas is projecting here with 85 and a half wins. I'm definitely feel comfortable there. Um, Honestly, it's not gonna shock me if they fall below that. You know, maybe they're more like that. You know, a game or two below 500. Um, You know, get back to that. Seventy-eight to eighty win range um, in twenty nineteen. Like I think, I don't know. I I guess there's a reason I'm not paid to be an expert and setting up these lines and everything. But I have a hard time seeing them uh, performing that high with just when you just look at them on paper. Uh,
2: Jordan, what do you think, man? I agree with you. Um, It's pretty hard for me to decide where this team's going to sit this year because losing Sergio Romo, who led the team in saves. Carlos Gomez really isn't that much of a loss because he batted 208 last year. I mean, he just struggled in all facets of the game. But those are really the only two key free agents that I came across They Signed Charlie Morton to a two-year, $30 million contract, but relying on a guy who's 34 and really doesn't have that proven track record aside from the last couple seasons is pretty risky. They have tons of money to work with but they had the league's lowest payroll a year ago. So I think that they're trying to save money and contend at the same time, which those two things really don't go hand in hand. So I agree with you. I think they're going to go under the 90 that they had last year. I just don't know how far.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then a few things um, along with them. I, I definitely agree with you guys. Uh, It's hard when you look at their roster. They do have a a pretty good rotation. Another thing to add in is while they're in the same division as the Yankees and the Red Sox, they're also in the same division as the Orioles. And um, I I actually was kind of wondering if that was some of the reason, and I didn't look it up, I should have, um, if that was some of the reason they got to 90 wins last year uh, because um, they were basically giving away wins to other teams. And
0: Baltimore is projected for the lowest win total in 2019 as well. They're projected at 59 wins. Vegas, so yeah, it's gonna be rough, man.
1: When, when you feel the triple A AAA team is hard sometimes, um, so uh, you know, uh, I will say this, and I don't know why, but I really like um, uh, Tyler Glasnow, who they got um, when they um, in the uh, Archer trade this last year, and uh, they have Snell, uh, you know, and, and it says you were saying earlier, um, oh, actually. Both those guys, as well as Charlie Morton, is as you were saying, Jordan. Um, it's hard to bank on them for sure because they could like they don't have the strongest track record. But um, I do, like I was saying, I just really like Glassnow. But their team, uh, I don't know. I I would not be surprised to see them not even get eighty wins. Um, it, it it's just not as strong on paper. And um, but who knows? The race do the race race things and um they I, i would like to mention this as i looked at their transactions it seemed like they were a scavenger of transactions like they were on the back end of several transactions the third team to make it work and they were getting like guys that are just completely random and and it's obviously because of where they're at with their money and that kind of stuff they only like projected only have 50 million Projected to spend for next year right now, like after you already add in uh, arbitration and everything else. So um, that's just where they're at. So um, I, I don't know. Uh, I I appreciate you guys going through those with me. I think it's interesting to take a look at those teams. I I, I guess I would say that I don't think the Rays are going to stick as along with that too. So
0: Jordan, were you going to say something? No okay, cool. Um, yeah man so no it, this was fun Andy. I'm excited to to kind of go through these different categories that you have set up over the next few shows. you know looking forward uh, to the next round of teams here in a couple of weeks that we're gonna hit on and, and see what you have in store for us so before we get out of here guys, we want to talk uh, to Jordan for a minute. Um, first of all, Jordan, why don't you just, just kind of let our listeners know you know where they can find you uh, obviously you know plug your platform talk about, you know, wherever they can follow you on social media, just let them know where they find Jordan foot.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on Facebook at the best foot forward, Twitter at the best foot forward. Uh, website is the best foot forward. I try to keep everything streamlined. So you can just search one thing on every platform and find it. Instagram same way. Um, just Google the best foot forward and it should pop up.
0: And that is foot with an E at the end of it as well.
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for pointing that out.
0: Oh, no problem. No problem. What is this? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. So why don't you just kind of tell us what you have going on over on your platform there? Uh, Jordan, obviously, you know, you do a lot of baseball, but you also cover a few, a couple other sports as well on there, you know, um, specifically with the baseball, uh, aspect of it, what, what are you doing over there on the Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, I picked up sports writing freshman year of college, so that would have been 2017, September of 2017. Wrote for a couple independent sites. um, Started off on sportsblog.com, just literally uploading anything I could get my hands on and write. Um, Got noticed by a couple sites and then started writing for them. Wrote for Kings of Coughlin. That's where I met Eric. Uh, He worked with me on the team for a few months. And then I started my own website, with the help of a local uh, Kansas City writer who does sports coverage. So he hosts my site, and I get to upload pretty much whatever I want. I can do podcasts. I can do episodes of all uh, my radio show and cut those segments up and put them up. I can write articles. And so basically just pretty much any content I can get my hands on for football, basketball, and baseball, just uploading, uploading, uploading as much as possible
0: awesome so do you kind of follow the seasons as they happen like have you been kind of focused in on the, the nfl here lately and you do uh, nba stuff as well right so yeah yeah definitely i
2: um i just started writing for hoop central which is a pretty big basketball publication a couple months ago and um, just got appointed lead writer for them so i'm super excited to pump out content that's basketball related but it's. I'm also trying to follow NFL. And if something big happens, obviously upload a pod about that or write about it. And then the same with the MLB. So probably once Harper and Machado decide where they're signing, I'll probably write up a couple things about that. And um, just same thing you guys are doing, just trying to stay ahead of everything, you know?
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. And as uh, we head into spring training and the regular season wraps up, I'm sure we'll see you start putting out uh, a little bit more Baseball coverage as well. Uh, so we'll definitely be looking forward to that, as man, for sure. Yeah,
2: definitely. And same to you guys. I love what you guys have going on over here.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, we are glad that you are uh, an affiliate with us. We'll be looking forward to getting some of that baseball content that you're churning out uh, during the season, you know, shared on, you know, the out of the pin baseball.com platform as well. And just kind of helps. You know, spread what you got going, man. You know, we're we're fans of it, and and we're glad that you chose to partner up with us um, as we're all, you know, just baseball fans, really, you know, and and that's what it is. I mean, that's what Out of the Pin Baseball is all about is baseball from a fan's perspective, uh, certainly. So, Jordan, we want to thank you very much for jumping on the show today and, you know, just co hosting with us, going through these teams. And, man, you are definitely welcome to come back onto the show anytime that you want to sir
2: hey eric andy thank you guys a bunch i appreciate it a bunch um very excited to work with you guys in the future and keep just pumping out content and sharing each other's content and working together all right hey thank you guys stick care.
0: all right cool so that was jordan foot with the best foot forward like I said, we were, he was joining us on the MTMV Sports phone line. Glad that he got to come on today. Andy, before we get out of here, you want to tell the people where they can follow you on social media real quick.
1: Yeah, if you uh, take a look on Twitter, I'm at Ziga underscore Andy, and Ziga is spelled Z-S-I-G-A underscore A-N-D-Y.
0: And, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at EricBoston3. That is at EricBoston with the number three at the end. And, of course, find us on outthepinbaseball.com. You got uh, all the links there to connect with us as well. We'll be looking forward to it. Jump in those comments, guys. Get a conversation going. That's what it is all about. Join our Facebook group. Um, you know, have some conversation there. There's just lots of opportunity. Just if you love baseball, go out and talk about it. Uh, check it out. See how you can get involved. And we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Abbey! Want to stay up to date with Yankees baseball? Listen to Bronx Bombers beat with me, Nate Shelton, every Monday, right here on MTMV. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. Baseball fans rejoice. It's my team, my voice. For the most baseball coverage on MTMV sports, tune into the Out of the Pin podcast every other Friday night. Join me, Eric Boston, and the rest of the Out of the Pin baseball team as we bring you interviews, discussions, and the latest happenings from around the baseball world. It's the Out of the Pin podcast. Check out our website at com, where you always get baseball from a fan's perspective.